three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. so much for listening we are the real pineapple and this is hunter here and i'm here with colin calling out are you sir i'm doing great man but i don't know if i'm doing quite as good as you are how are yeah. you doing sir yeah we're talking about my least anticipated film of the year we're talking about <laughs> of your life yeah exactly we're talking about uh, we're talking about black panther which uh so Let's just get this out of the way. Uh, full spoilers, by the way, for this. Because if you haven't seen it by now, you should have. And if you haven't... I think everybody saw it by now. <laughs> dude, seriously. And we'll, we'll get into this. But um, if you haven't seen it, go see it this weekend. Come back and then listen to our review. Because we are going into everything on this. Um, so, so, just to kind of do a little backstory here. Um, so, Colin... Hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's you. <laughs> My mother... Mama Hunter, love you, mommy. Uh, my sister, Mama Hunter. Beth, my mo- uh, my <laughs> sisters Beth and Cameron, love you both. They all, all of you saw Black Panther before. I did, which just, which I'll be honest, kind of pissed me off because I really want to see it Thursday night. I, I saw the the Thursday sneak preview seven p.m. showing. It was like the first one possible to see. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch! <laughs> but, yeah, and that that crowd was lit. Let me tell you, dude. I. Okay, so you know, let's kind of talk about our experiences here. So, like, I mean, you saw it opening night, like you yeah. just said. I mean, were people dressed up? Like, what was kind of the vibe? Uh, there was a few. I mean, no one was like full Black Panther. Okay, like I didn't, I didn't see like full costume. Um, but people, yeah, I saw some Black Panther shirts. You know, there, there it was, it was a pretty, pretty good crowd. Um, as far as um, like the fanfare went. But um, I, I think that, that like this day and age where the seats are all reserved, um, where you don't get that old school like everybody waiting in line um, for like a, like two hours before the first showing happens, um, because why you know everybody has their assigned seat, but, you know. But when, when it's a big, I, I remember back in the day you go to these big <laughs> blockbusters, and I mean it was a circus, you know, like the the Harry Potters or like. You know the, the 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 old ones. People would be in the line, but um, so by the time I got in, it, the, the theater was already pretty full. So I guess I can't really say if I saw everybody in there, but um, you could tell it was some hardcore fans for sure. Okay, so um, the reason I waited is because I went with my uh, I went with my girlfriend and uh, a group of my coworkers. Uh, sick, I bought, sick brag, bro. Yeah, I, right. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but Leia, Leia's lovely. But uh, I bought tickets like so, seven weeks ago, uh, eight weeks ago, and that that screening sold out within like three weeks. So I was very happy I got tickets as early as I did. That theater was packed, like I said, sold out. Um, I saw a couple people in like, like dashikis. I saw a couple people in, like, <laughs> like full African like. Gar- Dude, people were freaking out. Oh, you know what? That that reminds me. I did see a bunch of kids. Uh, there was like a group of like six, seven, eight kids or something like that, and they were all in like the African like uh, garments. It was, that was pretty cool. That that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, that that was. They were going into the showing after 
the one I the the one that got out. I mean, there was there was probably like six or seven showings on that first Thursday night, all starting like from seven to nine. You know, it was on multiple screens. Yeah. Um. So um. So I was wearing my Black Panther shirt. I actually bought a Black Panther shirt about a month ago, and I've had it just sit in my closet, just waiting, waiting to be worn. I have <laughs> it was unworn until this past Saturday. <laughs> you have other ones though. I've seen you wear right. I- my Black Panther collection is starting to get... I, I probably have about seven Black Panther shirts, and I might have just ordered a hoodie and a hat and a backpack. But that's yeah, neither, that's neither here nor there. But um, <laughs> but but uh, I was excited going into this. Don't like like excited to the point where I would say, as far as my expectations, I went in with Dark Knight expectations. To be totally honest, like to that point where in my head I'm thinking. I don't know if this movie can top, like, what I'm thinking and what I'm wanting it to be in my head. And, yeah. And what, what, I I think Colin kind of gave away my rating by saying, oh, we're talking about Hunter's movie. But uh, but without outright saying my rating, um, it matched damn near every expectation I had. Um, I got kind of asked, man, because I know I was excited about this. I mean, in for reasons that will become obvious. I mean, what were you kind of expecting going in? Um, I mean, I was definitely, like, excited to see, like, where this movie was going to go. And, uh, you know, maybe I was didn't have the highest expectations or the, you know, the, the same level of excitement um, going into it. Uh, I was definitely, like, very interested um, to see how they would live up to, you know, these huge expectations of, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, clearly the, the numbers were super high, you know, everything was, everything was being projected where it was going to be the highest grossing movie in February. It was going to, you know, break a lot of records like early on just from pre-sales. Um, so it had a lot to live up to, um, and, uh, so, you know, those being the expectations of, of the general public, um, you know, it, it had a lot to live up to. And, and so, you know, I was, I was interested to see how it was going to play out. Um, in addition to that, uh, I definitely realized the significance of this movie, um, you know, what it meant, uh, you know, coming out in February, Black History Month, the fact that it has an all-black cast, it's directed by a black um, director, um, so I understand all of that, and I knew this, you know, this movie is a big deal, and it really couldn't fall flat. Um, and that being all said, I, you know, I certainly wouldn't say that it did. So um, I'm going to just kind of jump into the plot here. So um, the, the timeline on this, it's like two weeks after Civil War, because I remember they mentioned that kind of like in passing. I was like, oh, okay. So it's pretty much right after Civil War. Yeah, so. and his his storyline in, in Civil War is that his father is is killed and he's going after Winter Soldier, right? Correct. And, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Which is probably my favorite part about Civil War is that they introduce Black Panther. I mean, it's it's a Black Panther movie inside of a Captain America movie, which is why I was really curious what the fuck they're going to do for this one. So. Mm-hmm. Um, T'Challa, played by Chadwick Boseman, of course, who you know from 42, um, uh, uh, Get On Up, the James Brown biopic, uh, hell of an actor, he steps up and plays T'Challa again, and so he comes back from Wakanda, basically to be, uh, 
um, I was going to say knighted. That's that's incorrect. But uh, <laughs> to be anointed. There you go. As uh, as king of Wakanda. But then when uh, he is uh, basically in a wild ritual, dude. We'll get there. But uh, but when he uh, when uh, a villain shows up in Wakanda, played by Michael B. Jordan, who we will also get to, who plays Killmonger, um, it's about T'Challa basically restoring the balance in in Wakanda and uh, really the rest of the world. So so here's the thing about this movie. This movie has a lot of shit going on. And I think if there is a complaint, which I know is shocking, I actually have one, uh, but um, the movie... It, it, and this almost isn't even really a complaint, but the movie is, like, the first half hour is a little slow. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of shit they have to establish kind of quick. Um, a lot of exposition. Yeah, like, they have to establish Wakanda, they have to establish, like, you, you know, the the, the, the side cast. I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot they do have to really set up. And uh, props to Ryan Coogler, who, uh, who was the uh, director uh, on this and a producer and a writer uh, along with Nate Moore as far as a, a, a writer uh, and hasn't he been trying to get this off the ground for like decades or something like so Marvel actually was going to make a Black Panther movie back in the 90s with Wesley Snipes playing T'Challa like, that's, how, yeah. that's how far back this goes I mean so it's been yeah. 20 years in the making and yeah. I don't know if Colin remembers, uh, we never recorded this, but I, when, like, two or three years ago, when Marvel randomly had their big, like, oh, hey, this is what we're putting out uh, in in L.A., like, on a Tuesday, just randomly, they announced a Black Panther movie, and even I kind of raised an eyebrow, like, they won't make a Black Panther movie, bullshit, and now, you know, a couple years later, it's like, oh, they made a Black Panther movie, bullshit. Was that, was that before they had introduced him in Civil War that they announced yes. the movie was all, so, so he hadn't even been featured in Civil War at the point where they're like, we're going to make this movie. Exactly. So that's yeah. why, that's why I kind of was like, I don't believe you, but I mean, son of a bitch, I mean, prove me wrong, right? But, um, this movie does establish a lot of shit really quickly. Um, I think what just made me smile or one of the things that made me smile and laugh is that this movie is like black on black like dipped in black like it is a black fucking movie i mean from uh the costumes to the to the to the music which is a blend of like tribal like african based music along with with like rap that they kind of blend in which works way better than it has any fucking right to to the cast that is outside of Andy Serkis and uh, Martin Freeman is Black as Night. <laughs> uh, which was crazy to honestly see uh, just, just from my perspective. Because, I mean, you know, it, it was great to not see a Tyler Perry Presents anywhere <laughs> attached to this movie. <laughs> which, which, you I love mean, that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, let's be honest, though. I mean, w- this has never really been done before. I mean, they gave Ryan Coogler a $200 million budget, which is crazy. Um, and let's, you know, let's call it like it is. Ryan Coogler's done two other movies. I mean, he's almost like a black Edgar Wright in the in the way that he's really done just smaller stuff. I mean, he did Fruitville Station, which, you know, we reviewed and I fucking adored, and Creed, which we all three of us fucking adored. Um, but Yeah, I really liked Fruitville Station, too. Yeah, but, but he's never done something big budget like this. And so I was really, 
I mean, I was excited for him because I went, I don't think there's anyone better who could uh, do this movie. But, I mean, let's, dude, let's talk about it, though. I mean, you know, you had Black Panther so lit trending on Twitter for a couple months. You had the Black Panther Challenge. I was raising money for kids to go see this movie. Um, uh, hashtag what Black Panther means to me was trending on Twitter for a couple weeks. I mean, this movie had a lot to build, uh, like, to live up to. And if this shit just fell flat on its face... Um, first off, I would have needed to take a couple of days off work because <laughs> I would have just been fucking depressed. But um, just kind of going down the line here, uh, Chadwick Boseman, this brother is a star, man. And 41, by the way, which he does not look at all. He looks 29. And I don't know how the hell he looks like he does and he's fucking 41 that just that tripped me out just because he's a movie star <laughs> i mean true true but i mean that's still that's impressive as shit you know i mean black don't yeah. crack but uh <laughs> i had to throw it out there but but um, irish does <laughs> not for you sweetie but uh, but so i don't know about you i thought he was good in this until there's this point where he's talking to forrest whitaker's character and he's questioning uh you know what something that his dad did and he kind of goes like you're not prepared for the truth and he goes i'm your king now I was like jesus christ okay and i jumped out of my seat a little bit i was like damn okay black anger but uh, but, but but that honestly for me i think is where the movie took a big turn i went okay now we're now we're kind of cooking here and i think from there the movie just kind of kept going up uh, for me, uh, what did you think about what, what was what what moment are you talking about again? Like what point uh, did this happen? He was talking to Forrest Whitaker's character. You're saying yeah, and he's basically finding out like what like where Killmonger uh, uh, like comes from. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So so he was saying because Killmonger's father was T'Challa's dad's brother. There you go. Yeah. Right. So he finds all of this out, and that's when he kind of has the realization of. Of uh, how this rivalry started, exactly, and, and yeah, that... so so you're saying that's where the movie really picked up, and I definitely agree. Um, when the the start was actually was really slow, um, and you and you touched on it as your criticism. That was like, you know, I was a little worried at first. I was just like, man, I like I, I I, I was hoping for for more going on at this point, plot wise you know, something deeper to sink my teeth into. Um, but uh, it was a similar case to how I felt with um, uh, the, the post, where uh, okay. it, would, it, was, it was slow to start out with, but once the, the, the plot, like, once everything starts fitting together, um, uh, I thought the story was really, really good. Um, definitely, I think uh, you were saying that... Um, uh, Chadwick Boseman, he, he, you know, playing T'Challa, he, he, he wasn't really like having that that big um, performance that you know we know he's capable of. Um, probably up until that point, um, but uh, Michael B. Jordan, I thought he he, he outshined him a little bit in, in the entirety of the movie. Um, like when, once he once you realize this is. This movie comes down to, you know, T'Challa versus versus Killmonger, and there, you know, whose rightful places at the throne of Wakanda. Like I was just like, okay, now now this plot has really come together. This is this is 
you know, this is pretty dope. <laughs> so, yeah, let, let, let's touch on Michael B. Jordan real quick. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, first off, it, I didn't think it was possible he could get more ripped than he was in Creed. Um, but he found a way. I Kudos to him because he he was in ridiculous shape. I mean, he looked like us, you know, back in high school, you know, whatever. But, uh, but he was just... <laughs> He was ripped as hell, and I really do think I'm. I'm sure just his motivation, he would rewatch uh, that Fantastic Four reboot he was in. He's like, "All right, I gotta do better than this because he he had a couple lines where uh, there's a scene where he um, where he's basically brought into Wakanda, and he uh, he's interacting with uh, with T'Challa, and he's interacting with uh, Nakia, um, and then of course. Uh, Angela Bassett, that speaking of who doesn't age, uh, who plays uh, Tashalo's mom, uh, Ramonda, um, and he talks about how you know he's the he uh, he's the rightful heir to the throne. And, you know, it's in his bloodline. And he goes like, "Oh, hey, auntie," and I was like, "Damn, this dude is scaring me." <laughs> um, I thought he was just he was the shit, and I think until a certain point, um, it reminded me a lot of First Class in the way that, like, Fassbender played off McAvoy, where it just, I didn't feel like one of them outshined the, the other. I think for a lot of the movie, it is, like, almost like a Killmonger movie, and that's not a criticism, because they, um, they quote, kill, unquote, uh, T'Challa off for, like, 20, like, almost like a half hour, which I thought was pretty ballsy of the movie, because your main character's not in it, and yet the movie still functions so well because it becomes focused on Killmonger for a little bit and it's just him being you know super chill grabbing women by the throat and lifting them up and just being you know like a super Mm -hmm. chill a super chill king and yet uh and yet the movie still functions so well because of the foundation that it builds in that first you know 30 minutes which you know admittedly like I said it's slow but it's it's necessary um yeah would you kind of think of of uh of a, a Killmonger there. Yeah, I, I like that he did get that much screen time at that point. Like once he bests T'Challa in that um, in the in the the ritual um, and where he takes over the throne, um, which I <laughs> that 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 the whole premise of all of that like annoyed me because I was just like I'm like. Just don't take away Black Panther's powers. Like, you don't have to let him challenge. <laughs> like, you just, like, stop being so damn loyal to your rituals. Um, but, uh, but, any, but anyway, he, they, they take his powers away, and then, yeah, Killmonger ends up taking over. And, you know, then you get to watch this, like, psychopath who has been bred on hate um basically you know do his version of black hitler where he's like i want to <laughs> yeah. i i, I want to white i want to do some you know ethnic cleansing like i want to make i want to you know bring power back to the black communities in uh countries where they're oppressed and i want to give them the power that all this vibranium that you have stored here in wakanda and all of your technology that you've built from it i want to use that to help us, you know, uh, rise up and overcome, you know, uh, and you know, it's, it's like, it's crazy. And I have to say, 
like usually my number one criticism of marvel movies is that like you know the villains you know are my least favorite part i don't think they're very good usually they're very cgi oriented where i just don't find them very threatening or real and to have a villain played by michael b jordan that was like seriously scary like like dude is you know gonna like wipe out you know over half the world is his main goal you know or like you know basically just change the world order in a very violent very horrific way um you know that that was like that was very real and 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 raw emotions you know coming out of michael b jordan playing that character and i was like fascinated and really really interested in him playing that character it was by far i thought the most complex and deep character in the movie and i was like super fascinated and and just glued to my glued to the screen like i I loved it that was my favorite part of the movie was was watching him and seeing where that all went you know like um it really built up this villain that was like man and he you know when it comes to that point where he's already beaten the like the main character and now he has the black panther powers you know it just sets up for all this like implausible like there's no way that t'challa can overcome this it just sets up for like an awesome ending so i mean i I thought it was awesome i will say something that the movie actually did a good job of doing i mean because everyone has seen the infinity war trailer by this point you know black panther's in infinity war and yet it gave me just enough doubt to buy into the movie and go oh man wakanda's kind of fucked right now <laughs> like that he's that he's in charge um uh and, and michael b jordan i will say killmonger has my favorite line in the movie and, and, and i will get to that i want to go down the rest of the cast real quick because um the cast is just pretty ridiculous i mean uh lupita uh, uh, lupita, uh lupita pardon me nyango who plays a Nakia, who's a uh, who's a spy, uh, who's a, like a spy throughout the world for Wakanda, and definitely kicks some ass and kind of plays T'Challa's love interest. Like she's an ex, so that's like quite interesting to kind of see that dynamic kind of play out. Um, I know you say Killmonger almost stole the, uh, like stole the movie for you. Um, uh, I'm gonna put God. All these black names calling that to like brush up. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, Latita uh, Wright plays his sister Shuri. Leticia. Uh, Leti- is it Leticia? I would. That's how what it looks like to me. L e t i t i a. Yeah, it looks like Leticia. Leticia, sure, we'll go with Leticia. Leticia Wright. Oh, God, you watch. You'll be right. Uh, with Shuri. Um, all like you know my family well. I dude all of a sudden think it's like, oh my god, this is Beth. Like if Beth was a genius and could develop like like blasters, this would be this would be her. Cause Shuri is such a little she's such a little shit, but in the most endearing, like all sort of way. I mean, she is that bright little sister and she is just busting to Charlotte's shops pretty much whenever they're around, which to be fair, he kind of probably needs, you know, someone to keep him in check a little bit. Um, she has some of my favorite lines in the movie. You know, she talks about, like, oh, did he freeze again? And there's this point she just flips him off when T'Challa gets one, like, kind of jabbing at her. And she immediately flips flips him off. I was like, damn, she is just, <laughs> like, what, what an a-hole. But she, 
they do a good job of establishing her out the gate and in her and Martin Freeman get some scenes together who plays uh, Everett Ross who returns from Civil War um, they get some really cool scenes together one of my favorite lines in the movie he wakes up after getting uh, shot and he goes like uh, is this Wakanda and she goes no the Kansas I'm like god you're such a <laughs> like what smart ass you are but she had me just rolling at points and um, I like where they end up with her character quite a bit, actually, because it does set up some possibilities going forward that I think are interesting. And then where she factors in the very last in credit scene, I went, ooh. Um, yeah, kind of your thoughts on her. Yeah, I, th- I mean, she's definitely, like, my favorite character. I mean, she's she. I think she's easily the most lovable. Um, yeah. she, you know, like you said, she's a bratty little sister. She's definitely the comic relief of the movie. She's very funny. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing not to like about it. She did a great job. Um, you know, just playing that fun-loving, kind of bringing a little levity to to everything. But um, she did it in a way where you know, you know, some of the movies have been overly um, jokey and comical to the point where they kind of really ruin the tone of, of a lot of scenes where um, I, I thought they did a little bit of better job in this movie um, using her in that facet. No, that that's that's fair. I mean, I, just for, for, for her, though, I, I, I'm curious where they're going to take her character, and I, I don't want to spoil the comics just because I could be spoiling Black Panther 2, which <laughs> will happen, uh, but... I'm curious where they're going to take her character. I feel like she'll be in Infinity War. Because it definitely looks like Wakanda's a big part of it. Um, the last character I do really want to touch on is... Um, and I'm definitely going to get this wrong. Uh, uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead. That's a Denai uh, uh, Gariya. I'll go with that. Uh, who plays a... Uh, yeah, sure. Let's <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A, Den- yeah, deny looks like. <laughs> y- yeah, I know that's that's a hard one to say, but um, she, dude. Okay, so I thought she was scary as Michonne. This movie just really confirmed. Man, I would never. Uh, you would never try to steal her wallet or her purse because she would. I truly believe she could beat the shit out of me. Like, I I was scared watching her and kudos to her she went straight for the balls like multiple times but like oh good for you <laughs> so what's her real I, I i feel like i, ne- I never really got um so Lupi- so it's okoye is that her her character's name correct yeah and then nakia is the other one mm-hmm. so what was their relation to um t'challa so um remember or, or, um okoye is the leader of the um and I'm totally blank on the, I'm blank on the name of the goddamn group. I should, gosh, my, the nerd part of me should be ashamed. I need to look it up. But, um, but all the like, like warrior women. Yeah, yeah. She she's the, she's the head of them. And then okay, so she's then, not like she's not like part of like the royal Wakanda family. She's just like she's just a warrior. But she's like she's like the head of the the warrior group. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Lapita is what like second in command. Uh, so she's just like a spy who basically goes, comes and goes, and like reports back to Wakanda, like what's she, going on. Okay, she she's like the yeah she she's like the James Bond, she's like the the secret secret op. Yeah, there you go. E- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, but she dude, there, there's a scene. Dora Dor, Dor Milaje, pardon me. I was like saying another Dora something. Um, Dora Milaje. 
So there's a scene in the casino where they inter uh, they um, they interact with Andy Serkis who uh, uh, is playing uh, Ulysses Claw again uh, from Age of Ultron. And I gotta be honest, man, I just love seeing Andy Serkis in pretty much fucking anything. And it's always nice to see him on screen instead of you know uh, someone going after a ring or a giant ape or it's always it's always nice to yeah. see him, you know, and and. I, I actually liked him because he was just he was fucking weird he was eccentric as hell and he had one of the lines that made me laugh really hard he's like oh I made it rain and the reason why that happened was actually pretty funny to me um and it leads to one of the first uh there's two really cool fight scenes back to back that whole fight scene in the casino and it leads to that car chase which is just game game busters for me um but uh I thought Claw was actually interesting. I thought he served his purpose because I I didn't want to get like an Iron Man two type vibe where they had two villains going against the hero. Like that's too much. So they they did a good job of having Claw serve his purpose and then move on to Killmonger. Like you know it was kind of like getting you know a little appetizer. It did what it was supposed to. Main course. Here you go. Um, that's how I looked at Andy Serkis. Yeah, he was he was like the goon. He was like second. He was like the the henchman, like main main henchman. Like the boss before you fight the boss. Exactly. Yeah, he's like he's like yeah he's like a secondary boss before you fight the one that you know makes you go oh damn it. Um, but just I just want to jump back here and just talk about the music. The music was so well done, and, and I don't think we're given. I, I we're not. I, I want to make sure we give Shadwick Boseman his props because one thing I do love about T'Challa is that he's having to deal with the concept of his dad fucked up. Is that fucked up in a really big way? Like when you find out why Killmonger is so pissed, I think that's something that, as a fan, made me so happy. Is you can see where Killmonger's coming from. I mean, there's a point he drops a line talking about didn't you know didn't civilization you know didn't life basically start here in Africa? I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but I went, he's not wrong. Like, I mean, his method is horrible. Don't <laughs> don't don't get me wrong, but. Um, but him being so angry, I went, yeah, I can see why he'd be so pissed off. And um, and so, you know, he talks about the fact that there are so many, you know, there's so many, like, black people all throughout the world who are not being helped, who are, who are suffering. And I was just sitting there laughing, thinking, oh, man, like, I'm sure some people are just going to totally miss the subtext here <laughs> about having, you know, resources and not reaching out to other countries. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Uh, which, which is something a lot of us should probably be here right now. But um, I, I loved his motivation. Um, his backstory is absolutely tragic. Um, really sad when you find out. And I think what makes him my favorite villain in the MCU uh, so far, and even more so than Loki, I know some people will say, what? The reason why is because Loki... When you find out why Loki's so upset, I mean, yeah, uh, Odin doesn't tell him that he's, you know, adopted because the Frost Giants basically fell and da-da-da, but Killmonger's reasoning is so very human and is such a issue in the black community growing up without a father. It just really hits a lot of nerves, like a lot of real-world nerves that I think people aren't going to expect. And so I never found myself... I can only find myself so upset with Killmonger, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Um, so so that and that when I was talking about how good the villain was earlier too, um, you, you bring up a lot of good points, and and that's how I was feeling during the movie, and and that. Uh, Chadwick Boseman definitely deserves props. He he does a great job in the character he's playing, but in the context of the characters, I just feel like Black Panther, like T'Challa, he's like one of the least relatable characters in the entire movie. I mean, he's he's a prince of a king of like a basically like magical kingdom with unlimited resources and technology. You know, he's royalty. Um, you, you know, it's it's a hard character to relate to. The most relatable character I find is actually the villain, who is just this, you know, pretty much orphaned kid who has this vendetta against, um, you know, the the people that killed his father. And he's just some he's just some regular kid that was born and bred in the streets of Oakland, who grows up with hatred in his heart. Um, I'm not saying everybody was, you know, has that same backstory that they can relate to, but I'm just saying he's the one that's kind of like born and raised from nothing, and he's come to this point now where he's, you know, where he is, and he's a product of his environment, sure, but I mean he's, you know, he's the character that's the most complex, the biggest backstory, all of that. Um, so th- that that's where I found myself being so intrigued by you know michael b jordan and the character of killmonger um i so i do the one thing i would say about shadow boseman that i i, I kind of want to discuss is I, I think black panther gets more relatable as the movie goes on because he finds out that his dad really i, I mean when you find out what his dad did it is a oh damn dude really i mean his dad is directly um responsible you know, for the for the creation, you know, of, of of Killmonger, and you know he has, and I think where this movie delves deeper is T'Challa has not just um, Wakanda to think about, but he's got to think about, um, you know, he's got to think about his whole his people uh, as a whole, and I think that's something like as a as a as a black man in this country, that's something I, you know, like you, how do I put this? you do have to hold yourself to a different standard. It sucks, but I've definitely had this conversation with, you know, other black folks just going like, you know, you can't, you always kind of feel like you're under that microscope. And T'Challa's not only bouncing that, but he's bouncing the fact of, okay, like we have all this technology. Uh, they they mentioned in the movie that they're about 30, about 30 years ahead of where like the US is. And so they have all this technology um, insane technology, by the way. Um, they remove a bullet from Everett Ross like it's like it's nothing. Like sure, he's just like, oh yeah, you're done. I was like, holy shit, what? Um, I mean, it's crazy. And and whether you share this technology or not, or whether you keep you know the walls up uh, <laughs> again, like people wouldn't catch a context on that. But um, it's crazy because it, you know he's balancing all of this. And yeah, I mean, obviously none of us can relate to being a king but having that pressure whether it's you know your family or, or your household or you know being that person who you know is like the, the head of your group of friends i mean you can take that and i think apply it to a smaller scale and still find it relevant and i think and just for me sitting there i, I was really sitting there thinking wow i i feel for the brother i i, I feel just 
crush for him at points. There, there's a point where um, we mentioned he loses to Killmonger, and he really tells his dad his dad off. And it was just kind of one of those moments that went, wow. And he talks about how, you know, my people need me, and that's why I can't stay here. And I just went, wow, this movie's fucking amazing. Um, I, I just, I don't know, man. For, for me, I, I totally understand what Killmonger will be on a lot of people's lips and like why a lot of people will mention him. But I, I don't want Chadwick Boseman to just kind of get... Like, how do I, I don't want it to be like a Heath Ledger, uh, Aaron Eckhart conversation where people are just like, oh yeah, Aaron Eckhart was in this. I mean, he, Chadwick Boseman does carry his, his share. While I think they get more into Killmonger, I think it's very much a, a response to T'Challa. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. But... Um, yeah, and and I, I don't I don't think like the emotions and and the the things like everybody can relate to you know issues with your father and or or, or the the issues of dealing with loss and pressure and all of that like that that that's totally understandable. I'm I'm not trying to act like um, T'Challa is this you know completely unrelatable character and that he shouldn't be um, uh, y- y- you know he he shouldn't be easily uh you know acknowledged as as an as a, you know one of the more awesome characters in the marvel mcu or anything like that uh i just you, you know in in this in this movie i just felt more drawn to to or i i was just more interested i guess in in the uh the, the character of, um played by michael b jordan but chadwick boseman you know by by all means does a great job for sure so um, before we get to our ratings here, I, I, I want to throw out just a couple lines that just made me go. Um, do we we didn't even mention um, Daniel uh, Daniel uh, Kalua, who of course was start starting Get Out. Um, he played a uh, uh, Wakabi who's dating uh, Okoye, and uh, can we just talk about the third act? So there's one complaint I have about the third act. Um, I mentioned the first 30 minutes, how it start, you know, world building, but still a little slow. Um, there is this point where these rhinos show up, and dude, it looked really bad. <laughs> like, I went, ooh, okay, like, that needed another CG render. It looked really bad. So, just just so everyone's not on my chop saying, oh, you're just praising this, the, the, the rhinos in this looked really not, not great. So, just throwing that out there. Anyways, um, but... There's a point where um, Wakabi and uh, Okoye come face to face, and he goes, you know, would you kill me, like my love? And she, without missing a beat, she goes, for Wakanda, no question. I went, damn, okay. I was like, you are horrifying. Um, that whole third act is, I mean, it's on a smaller scale than in an Avengers movie, but it gets insane, though, in the last act. I mean, you see the... Uh, you see the warrior women, they're facing off against Killmonger, you have uh, T'Challa coming back from the dead, he's fighting his way to get to Killmonger, I was just like, damn, there's so much shit going on, and I think the thir- the final fight between Killmonger and, uh, uh, and T'Challa is actually really well done, it's, it's, it's definitely like a CG heavy fight scene, because they're in a, you know, f- fucking African country with vibranium, but I thought the scene was actually uh, the fight's final fight was actually directed really well, and there's this point where they're actually talking to each other because there's this giant train, so it kind of slows the fight down, so they can kind of get a little more character work in. I thought that was really well done, 
and it ta- and Killmonger, as I mentioned, has my favorite line uh, in the movie because T'Challa and him basically go up um, to see the sunset because uh, Killmonger's dad had mentioned earlier in the movie how sunsets in Wakanda are the most beautiful like sunset you'll see. And T'Challa looks at him and goes, you know, we could probably, we can save you. And he goes, uh, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from ships because they know death was better than bondage. I went, all right, you just solidified my grade. If <laughs> if that didn't do it, that line, that line broke me. I'll be totally honest. I started crying after I heard that line. I went, oh, oh, that was, that cut, cut me deep, Killmonger. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, kind of your, your thoughts on like the final like act. Um, yeah, I thought it, it reminded me of a lot of, uh, movies, but it reminded me of a lot of movies that I really love. So that's not a bad thing. Like, um, I thought that the final scene, or I mean the final big war battle, um, hit a lot of the same beats as, as like, um, say like Lord of the Rings, two towers, That's fair. um, where you have, um, you know, you, you, you're losing the battle, but then you have your reinforcements coming in at the last second, um, coming in to save the day, which... Which is awesome. It's a, it's it's definitely a great way to go about that. Um, the uh, the the fight scene also uh, really reminded me of um, episode one, Phantom Menace, because they're fighting, they're having their big, and it's it's very CGI. And then in the middle of their fighting, they're having something dividing them, where they're just then now waiting and kind of staring down their their person, kind of like how these the doors were separating them. Just these are the things that were just popping in my head. Um, while I was watching it, but that, but honestly, that's one of the best fight scenes I think in in a lot of like you know popcorn, big blockbuster flicks is that fight scene between um, Darth Maul and Obi Wan. So Agreed. you know it, it's it's you know it's it's mirroring things for me that I really love. So I I loved um, I, I really like those scenes. I'm definitely not gonna act like you know I think this is some kind of perfect movie. I like. I, I'm definitely gonna talk about how the significance of this movie and what this movie means uh, for for filmmaking going forward, and how um, black filmmakers and black actors are going to get more work and better pay because this movie is making a shitload of money. <laughs> you know, that's why this movie is incredible. Um, but you know, th- this is. I, I'm, I'm finding myself as I, you know, I'm getting older and I'm seeing these movies every year. Um, the, the, the use of CGI and, you know, it's, 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 it looks cartoony to me. It looks, you know, overly um, bright colors and CGI. And I know they're doing all of this to make the 3D pop, which is, you know, I understand that. But I just feel like the scenes, like a, a scene like that, is is so de- like it's 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 so dark and, and serious and gritty it just feels like you know inappropriate for how colorful and 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 you know bright everything is to me personally but that but you know the the acting and the choreography of the fighting is awesome so you know i can't critique it too much you know it's it's a it, you know it's still fun to watch but you know a lot of that stuff really takes it out it takes me out of the scene um like kind of like the fight scenes when they're they're fighting in front of the waterfalls and everything is just so it just yeah i can just see this the green screen you know what i'm saying but you know that that's that stuff just kind of brings me out of the moment but 
it doesn't take away from from the story and the story is spot on here the story is really really good and that's the most important part and that's where you know um you know quotes like you said when when you know everything's said and done that's that's what really matters that's the 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 meat of this movie and so that that's where i i really fall on where, where i i give this movie my <clears throat> my final grade and it's you know that all that all that's good all the story was awesome well, all right man so tell me what are you giving it so uh, dude i'm just because of the significance of this movie and i know how much it means to you and i know how much it means to the black community and like i'm just happy that it made all this money i just think it's fucking awesome for for movies going forward i'm just gonna give it a fan fucking tastic because it was a good fucking it was a good fucking time watching this movie and the acting performances really really carry the movie for me you know um black panther's probably not going to be my favorite comic book you know universe and and story like you know, I could get into a lot of nitpicky stuff about how um, the vibranium and how it just, like, equals all these amazing, like, magical toys. Like, you know, that that's not really for me, but the the, the real, nit, like, like gritty, you know, the, the, the story here is so founded in real-life situations and, and real-world issues, and they handle it in such a, like, a good way that... Um, like all of that just falls by the wayside. This movie's a fucking awesome movie. Uh, I'm y- you obviously have seen it if you're listening at this point, but dude, I would I would see this again in a heartbeat. All right, so um, so I, I got there's so much to say about this movie, and I'm we're at forty holy crap we're at forty five minutes, but um, so. You've like I said, you you said it perfectly. You've seen this if you're listening to right now. So I just gotta read um, the mid credit scene. This is verbatim what uh, T'Challa says when Wakanda goes to the United Nations. Wakanda will no longer watch from the shadows. We cannot. We must not. We will work to be an example of how we as brothers and sisters uh, live on this earth should treat each other. Now more than ever, the illusions of the of division threaten our very existence. We all know the truth. More connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build uh, the wise build bridges, while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look to one, after one another, as if we are one single tribe. And I I'm not gonna lie, dude, bald bald the moment I heard those lines. It's a great fucking quote. It's a great fucking quote. I went, holy shit, this movie's amazing. Um, Yeah. I mean, technically it's a mid-credits scene, so I guess you say it's not part of the movie, but I just, I lost it at that point. And um, two other very quick shout-outs I want to give. This movie, like I said, was basically made for me. Um, Kendrick Lamar does uh, does the, uh, the soundtrack was the producer on the soundtrack i've probably listened to that soundtrack six times since it's come out a couple weeks ago on friday the um, the end credit song is so good uh, all the stars yeah, yeah that song's oh it's so good and just it's it's crazy just how this movie just came um together uh ryan coogler as we mentioned was like the head writer on this he did um creed in a fruitville station um uh just genuine genuine just surprise 
in awe in how well this movie was just um, put together and produced. And I want to give a shout out to Ruth E. Carter. She was the woman who did the uh, the costumes. Uh, the costumes are amazing in here. I mean, they're bright. I mean, they're very um, African-inspired. Um, but, like, an upgraded version of Africa, if that makes sense. Um, it, it all works really well. The costume design is... is might be the best part outside of the writing um, for this movie. She also did the costume design for Selma. Um, but this movie, you're right, Colin, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect movie. There's definitely some some stuff you can get into. Like I said, there's a few CG um, parts where I went, uh, okay, it doesn't look great there. Um, but the social, me- the social messages in this movie, uh, the, the direction, the art direction, the stunt work is so well done. Um, uh, there was one point where it looked like Shuri was about to die, like Killmonger was about to kill her, and I was sitting in my seat, I was like, I swear to fucking God if you kill her right now, and Black Panther saved her just the right second, and, you know, of course he did, but it, <laughs> the movie got me for a second, I was like, oh, you sons of bitches, but um, this movie just comes together so well, and everyone who was involved in this movie knew they had a job to do um no one phoned this in everyone knew how important this movie was and i got i I can't help myself i have to throw this out there the fact that that black panther has already made more domestically in five days than justice league made in 13 weeks is just really (laughs) funny to me (laughs) yeah oh my god that's hilarious like i'm sure dz just saw this one god damn it like really i mean so, it that it, really cuts the uh, racist DC fans deep, dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think it just cuts racist people deep. By the way, yeah, all but I'm just but the the specific niche of the white supremacist <laughs> DC fan that they, they're just die, they just can't handle it right now, yeah, and man. it's great. And by the way, shout out to Twitter for blocking like all those people who are trying to send out those fake like messages about white people being beat up at Black Panther premieres. It's like, God, you just can't let us have anything. Just fucking assholes. But, sorry, just had to get that out. But, um, this movie debunks a big myth in Hollywood that if you put people in color, you know, in starring roles, that people won't go out and support it. And this movie is just so empowering. If you're black, even if you're not black, if you're just a minority, I mean, you should really be happy about the success of this movie because it means that people are going to need to actually start taking chances now um which is important because i mean look i love marvel um i love comic book movies but i mean to say the ratio of you know uh white to minorities is a little skewed uh (laughs) would be an understatement so this movie is just it's a huge win for marvel and if they were going to fuck up a movie i thought it would be this one and even in my wildest dreams, I didn't think this would make, um, oh god, what did this make in, uh, so it's the biggest February opening weekend ever, uh, yeah. breaking, breaking Deadpool's prior record, um, with, it's, with the Monday, it was like 200 something, yeah, so with the Monday, it was two, it made 242 million, that is fucking insane, <laughs> good god, so it's already made its budget back already, um, it hasn't even opened in China yet, which will be, I'm sure, will do very well over there because it's doing well internationally. Um, and let's keep in mind, there's like Jack that comes out for like a month, so Black Panther will be number one for a while. And in in Marvel's 
biggest dreams. There's no way they expected an over $200 million opening weekend. I didn't expect over $200 million opening weekend. Um, this movie is so powerful. It's so inspirational. Um, long live the king, baby. Long live all, all, like, hail Wakanda, man. This is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. Um, this is the second year in a row there's been a black starring movie that's come out in February that I've gone, oh yeah, it's going to be my worst, well, my best of. Um, I almost said worst of, Jesus. <laughs> Cue up the comment section, but, uh, <laughs> people like, what? But, uh, but, yeah, Black Black Panther's a fan-fucking-tastic. This, this is, currently, this is in a tie with Winter Soldier for me, for my favorite uh, comic book movie. I, I reserve the right to change that, because I'm going to go see it again on Thursday, just just to make sure, because I said it's tied. It's not Bezer, but it's tied. So, um, yeah, next year when we do our best stuff for this year, you'll you'll see how high it is. But because <laughs> uh, this is on like this is on my best stuff. Like it would take like they'd have to put like a Shape of Water sequel out like every month for the <laughs> that are that's just as good as Shape of Water for me to knock this off my list. But yeah, I, I love this movie. So um, nice man. Yeah, go go see it if you haven't. I'm sure you have. Uh, I already know people who are going to go see it twice. Um, I might see it twice this week. Uh, I might go see it Saturday morning in IMAX. Um, I, I I make no promises that I won't. But uh, but guys, what do you think about Black Panther? Let us know in the comments below. You can uh, follow us here on uh, SoundCloud and uh, follow us on iTunes, uh, Podbean, and Google Play at the Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. Like us on Facebook, and you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. And you can follow our bud Scott. Scott, we miss you, buddy, at Nearman the First. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will have a review up this weekend for Cloverfield Paradox. And uh, I think we'll talk about, uh, I think we'll talk a little NBA All Star games. I just want to talk about Fergie because that's just funny to me. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.